Porn Sheik. Yeah, the Iron Sheik on Twitter is like the best thing ever. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty, I, I, I found it out of whim. I was like, okay. This yeah. one, uh, he tweeted 11 minutes ago, the long and winding road leads to go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. The long and winding road. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you. And continue to go fuck Oh, your fucking self. I wonder if we could get him booked on this show. We've never, never had a guest. Never be a jabroni. <laughs> We've never had a guest on the show, but that could go poorly fast. <laughs> that could really go poorly fast, especially if he sits there and tells us all to go fuck ourselves every five seconds. <laughs> Although that could be the best show we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, be a, it'd be fun, man. All right, so I assume we've already started. Is that where we're at? We are recording. We are recording. So welcome to News of the Square. We're fascinated by the Iron Sheik today. Uh, and his Best Twitter, Twitter account, account ever. Best Twitter account ever in a long time. We might have to make that a regular thing on, on well, we'll get we'll, we'll get to that later in, 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 in the News of the Square. We'll find some, some Sheik quotes. But uh, with me is... Uh, it's Ivan Rivera. Hey, Mike Boyle. Mike Boyle. Greetings. And our 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 uh, man on assignment, Mike Edwin. Yeah, he's off this Along week. This our... week we have Ozzy Oswald. Uh, yeah, he's our new intern. Ozzie he's our new intern. Yeah. <laughs> Good Oswald. We also have that other intern known as Go Fuck Yourself. <laughs> okay. He's um, got his name changed legally to that, to go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, seriously. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what if someone really changed their name to go fuck yourself as a legal name? What the hell? That'd be kind of amusing. That sounds like a Florida man story if I ever heard one. Uh, man, I, okay, so you, you don't want to do that to a child, but, you know. Yeah, a boy <laughs> named Sue? Yeah, you don't want to do that. Uh, no. Oh, God. All well, right. It, uh, it could be a first name, I think. Now we start so, with a man who's been we've we've mentioned his name on News of the Squared in the past. Uh Mike Tyson. Uh has ah. a, this is from bloody bloodyelbow.com. Uh Mike Tyson admits to using a prosthetic penis with his baby's urine to pass a drug test. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, wow. So Mike Tyson made an interesting admission on his podcast when he had a UFC's drug czar, Jeff Nowitzki, as a guest. <laughs> <clears throat> According to the 54-year-old heavyweight boxing champion, he Wait, previously... stop. What? Stop. Stop. <laughs> Mike Tyson has a podcast? Yes. You're kidding me. I kid you not. You think I'd make what a joke out of Mike Tyson? Talk- He'd kick my ass. I understand, but what the hell could they possibly talk? I mean, who? What could he possibly? Oh God! All right, keep yeah, his, going. His hot his uh, his podcast name is called Hot Boxing. Sounds like porn. And Jeff goes investigates. Um. So anyway, not now. Yeah. He previously used a whizinator, a prosthetic penis with urine in it, to fool a drug tester. 
Wizinator? That's what it's I called. I feel like we've talked about this before. No, he's talked about because I think he had like a, a dispensary. <laughs> no, but I feel like I've heard about like the prosthetic penis does this before. Holy shit. I don't know where though. <laughs> Okay, so he has a prosthetic. What else can it do? Is it fully functional prosthetic penis? Is it I, just probably not. Wizzing? I think it's probably just a urine sack. Hmm. Um, he said, it was awesome, man. He said on his podcast transcript via MMA Mania, I put my baby's urine in it, and sometimes, one time, I was using my wife's, and my wife was like, baby, you better not hope that it comes back pregnant or something. And I said, <laughs> I said nah, we ain't going to use it, use you no anymore. We're going to use the kid. <laughs> so would this be wait hold a second who's the baby is the baby Bob and Robin Gibbons no these must have had some other girlfriend or something I don't know who he's currently boyfriend or married to but now, I don't know I don't know who the kids with I'd be but curious he's Robin using Gibbons his he's using his kids urine because he's worried that the piss might come back pregnant um right <laughs> he says, he's, uh, says Mitski he added, he up. thinks that's happened before. Like a male used a urine sample and came back and they said, sir, you're pregnant. Either you're pregnant or this is somebody else's urine. Yeah, I'm sure that's happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember that one story we read like a long time ago where there was a place that tested your urine and next door there was a convenience store. And they would, and they had to put a thing on the microwave that says you can't heat your urine here. Yeah, exactly. He microwaved the urine so it's warm. <laughs> right. Body temperature. But he said, yeah, he, he got a whiz, the right color whizinator. He said, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, man. I had a brown one, he said. Uh, this, this guy was so fucking macho, he, he was scared. I whipped it out, and he was, like, turning. Hey, man, take that fucking, take, hey, man, take the fucking cup. Uh, the macho guy, he didn't want to look at me and shit. Um, well... While more context on the story wasn't discussed, Tyson, who never failed a drug test in his sporting career, was asked in the episode if he ever did some performance-enhancing drugs. The boxing legend replied by saying he just regularly did marijuana because it helped him calm down and relax the night before fights. That's scary all by itself. He's going to return from retirement to box Roy Jones Jr. on November 28th. Is that who he's going to fight? Yeah. That's what I... So, so you're admitting this now before you have to take a drug test. Yeah. People are gonna be feeling for like a prosthetic. Yeah. Bloodyelbow.com I mean, is a story about I mean, heard, using a fake penis filled with. I urine. feel like I've heard about this before. Maybe it's just I've heard about this on sports radio where they've talked about guys having stuff like this. I feel like this isn't that out of the. This is crazy shit. We know that <laughs> marijuana use is rampant in the NFL. Right, but I mean, like, I, I feel like I've heard about, like, the fake penis thing where they've used it for the purpose of holding it a bladder and not getting caught and all that before. And you keep it like, close enough to your body, true. it can be warm enough right. until you, like you have to that. expel the sample. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't So it is that. Yeah, I use a fake penis with my baby's urine in it. You got, a, you got a problem with that? My attorney is, I'm instructed by my attorney not to punch you in the face. Seriously. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to tell him no? Good luck with that. Yeah. No, that's good. You're going to tell, yeah, you're going to tell Mike Tyson no? I don't think you're going to tell Mike Tyson no. 
The first thing is, is you don't want to be even be looking at Mike Tyson's penis to begin with. Anyway, he might kick your ass or yeah. something like that, unless he get he's kinky that way. I don't know. Cheek <laughs> uh, would tell him to go fuck himself, but that's just you know. That's, what that's what we just, got next, Jeff? What do we got next? Uh, we got so apparently Microsoft has to make people wear. Uh, to tell people to not vape into their Xbox Series X's. Apparently, there was a video that went viral that appeared to show an Xbox Series X uh, blowing, billowing smoke, but it seems the video's creator had actually blown vape smoke into the <laughs> console to make it appear that something very bad had happened to the next-gen game system. An official, an official from Xbox... Twitter from the expert Twitter account has weighed in on the video in a rather amusing way, informing new console owners not to blow vape smoke into the system. This is sound advice for all video game consoles, and fans probably shouldn't have been, not had to been told to do so. That that said, there is truly a first time for everything. Uh, the tweet is from the official Xbox account. Here it is. We believe we have, we can't believe we have to say this, but please do not blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series X. <laughs> uh, the follow-up tweet from the account provided users a link for any non-vaping-related support questions they might have. We see whether or not the vaping into an Xbox will become a common thing. Because they all got cooling fans in them, and when you blow into the intake, I guess people. I guess people like Switch, <laughs> Nintendo Switch cartridges. Why? Well, I'm saying how, you, yeah, how we used to blow on the 8-bit cartridges so they Well, work. that's different, though. On the yeah. Yeah. Anyway. People well, licking I, you know, their Switch you know what? cartridges? What the fuck? Do we, do, we need to, do we need to get Mike Tyson to pee on it? Maybe that's what we need to have happen. That's here. right. You get the Wizenator, and then you, you, mm-hmm. you urinate into the Xbox, and that helps it run faster. And then you go <laughs> fuck yourself. That's right. <laughs> you can play your wrestling game on the Xbox and tell the Iron Sheik he can go fuck himself. Yeah, exactly. Now there's a situation. Who, okay, who you got? Sheik or Tyson? Tyson's younger, so. Yeah, but it's Sheik. I don't know. I don't know. I think I mean, Sheik I would win it. the Twitter battle, but. Yeah, um, Sheik would win the Twitter but, battle. <clears throat> But she cheats. You know she cheats. But in person, one-on-one, yeah, maybe. He cheats. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. There was that <laughs> time it took him like like 20 minutes just to walk down the ramp at WrestleMania. Hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, no, all right. So uh, apparently, <sighs> just in time for the holiday season, Santa Jaws is the Christmas horror movie about a killer shock shark in a Santa hat. <laughs> yes, really. Yes. Uh, with the festive season in all right already in full swing, most of us are preparing a list of movies to binge watch through the holiday season. Some prefer romance while others prefer comedy and some are loyal to horror. Over the years I have watched my fair share of Christmas horror movies. And I have I also watched movies featuring killer sharks, 
So when I learned about the movie named Santa Jaws, I could not <laughs> hold back my excitement. By the way, this article, this piece is by somebody named Molati Brazil. Boy, I'm going to pronounce that name wrong. Okay. So like, this person could not hold back their excitement. Santa Jaws encapsulates my love of both horror and Christmas. It's one of those movies that you have to take with a pinch of salt, maybe a pinch of pepper, maybe a little dash of garlic. And be ready for all the ridiculousness that is about to come your way. All of us are guilty of watching a pile of garbage movies during the holiday season. <laughs> trust me, trust me. If you have the if you have a family member who likes the Hallmark Channel, you're watching garbage movies. Yes, you are. Uh, yes, you are. We've enjoyed them too, but no matter how much we deny that public, uh, according to IMDb, the official synopsis of the movie reads. Cody is an aspiring comic book artist who happens to be a gifted pen, happens to be gifted a pen, but changes reality as he first draws Santa Jaws, making it come to life. And Cody's family and friends are picked off. First, no one believes him, but soon his remaining family and friends find out it's true and race to battle for survival. Who will win? Well, Santa Jaws wins, right? While IMDb delves into the plot. The depth, depth, bleh. IMDb delved a little deep into the plot. Rotten Tomatoes kept it short and simple uh, with this following. Trying to survive by the family Christmas, Cody makes a wish to be alone, which backfires, ending up in a shark when a shark manifests and kills his entire family. Um, it's at a 52% on a Rotten Tomatoes score. Uh, I, IMDb has it rated at 3.7 out of 10. Uh, 3.7 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, at first I was like, oh, you said, oh, 3.7. That's not bad. But it's out of 10, not 5. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, not 5. Uh, one Rotten Tomatoes viewer wrote, it, it sells so little and gives so much thanks to Santa Jaws. Another one added, uh, a fairly decent horror comedy with a hilarious sense of humor about itself. Sounds like the kind of movie I'm like, you go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> well, reviewers at Rotten Tomatoes were not, were not, were lenient. The same cannot be said of reviewers on IMDb. One person definitely was a fan. This is ridiculous action horror comedy from the tween set that makes Sharknado. Uh, movies makes, I'm like, I'm sorry, makes the Sharknado movies look like Oscar winners. Why are there so many positive reviews for this Jingle Bell trash? <laughs> <laughs> movie won't be winning any awards or accolades. Where can you watch this? So film? apparently, this is a movie. I yeah, oh. I'm not watching it. I no fucking way. Where can uh, we watch this film? I don't know. I gotta go find out where you can see this. I, why? I, I, want, I gotta check it out. I gotta see what it's about. Mike wants to I, see you it. Know what it's about. It's I know what it's trash. about. But he wants to see it. It would only be any good if the Sheik was in it. Or Mike, or Mike Tyson's prosthetic penis. That'd be a good movie. <sighs> That'd be good. Go, on your, go forth on your quest, Mike. Uh, it's, this is from 2018. Yeah. What do you want yeah. from me? This, this person made a review about today. This movie's from 2018. How, how am I, how is this the first time I've heard about it? I don't know. Because it sucks. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. It's on Amazon Prime. It's I'm on Prime Video. Movie. You can't make me. All right. <laughs> uh, what else we got? 
else we got? Oh, we got. Oh, this ought to be interesting. Okay. Uh, you want me to do this one, Mike, or you want to get a little bit of? Was this the news of the sports? Yeah, news of the sports. All right, we'll get your news of the sports in. Sports. So somehow, when the MVP voting came about for this year's Major League Baseball. A guy from the Chicago Cubs, a relief pitcher by the name of Ryan Tepperer, got an MVP vote. And the reason that happened is is that Rick Hummel, one of the of the St. Louis Dispatch, is one of the most respected baseball writers in the country. Uh, the baseball with a baseball coverage resume spanning over 40 years, uh, and was inducted into the Writers Wing of Hall of Fame in 2007, and is nicknamed the Commish. So, uh, what does Hummel know about? Ryan Tapura than the rest of them. Quote, I am sure the Tapura family is delighted, but there's no way I would have voted for him. It was an accident, said said Hummel, whose 10th place vote for, for the pitcher was easily a shock of the National League MVP voting release on thir- this recently, which revealed a one-two finish for Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. My <laughs> um, friend... According to this, Hummel says, I fully intended to vote for Terea. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it. Terea Turner, not Tina Turner. In fact, I remember <laughs> wrestling with putting two guys in in from last from a last place team at huh? Hummel, who who's who had Turner's Nationals team teammate Juan Soto eight on the ballot. So what happened? How did uh, the Cubs reliever? who didn't open the season on the roster and finished with a 3.92 ERA with a troubling walk rate in 21 games wind up on Hummel's ballot. Um, only two other Cubs were named on any of the 300 lines representing uh, uh, represented on the 30 of the 30 10 line ballots. Uh, Cy Young finalist Hugh Darvish and center fielder Ian Happ. Uh, uh-huh. Hummel, who retraced his steps Thursday night, discovered that Tempera's name is just three spots above Turner's name on the drop-down menu list of eligible <laughs> voters where he was able to fill out the ballots. He said he, the only explanation he could surmise is he mistakenly clicked on the wrong name and didn't look closely when emailing his votes. So much election fraud, let me tell you. He, he seemed to be as surprised as anybody as his ballot registered for Tempera especially for somebody who's been voting for this for 40 years, would be stunning development. People would think I lost my marbles. Well, yeah, we kind of did, yeah. Uh, the guy he voted for finished seventh in the balloting, and but yeah, apparently, so the long and the short of it is, uh, yeah, so apparently, yeah, this guy voted for a relief pitcher who isn't even any good by accident. It was an accident. I'm going to, I'm not, it well, you now I can, now you could say he was on. I was on the MVP list. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's the takeaway. <laughs> that I don't care what you say. That's negotiating for the agent. My guy was an MVP that's right. candidate one year. That's right. It doesn't matter if it, if it was. If it he was got an accident. Nobody. No, no, no. Nobody. Somebody's going to bring that up. But yeah. Yeah, that's a resume builder. That's a resume builder, right you there. You bet your ass. Foundation. It's not a Mike Mike Tyson prosthetic penis, but you know. Does it have the length of a Mike Tyson penis, or is it just a different? Well, anyway, never mind. Does it come with? All right, what? I was I swing my bat and I make my 
Man, get me. You, I'm, I'm the MVP here, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. right. Uh, what <laughs> well, obviously, I had to post this story. Uh, this story from CNN. A Japanese town deploys monster wolf robots to deter wild bears. <laughs> wolf robots, huh? Yes. Uh, a Japanese town has deployed wolf robots to scare off bears that have become an increasingly dangerous nuisance in the countryside. Uh, the town of Takikawa on the northern island of Hokkaido purchased and installed a pair of robots after bears that were found roaming the neighborhoods in September. City officials said there have been no bear encounters since. So we we praise our uh, wolf robot guardians. Uh, bear sightings are at a five-year high, mostly in rural areas in western and northern Japan, according to NHK. Uh, there have been dozens of attacks so far in 2020. Two of them have been fatal, uh, prompting the government to, cons- to convene an emergency meeting last month to address the, th- the threat they pose. So these robot, it's called Monster Wolf, consists of a shaggy body on four legs, a blonde mane, and fierce glowing red eyes. When its motion detectors are activated, it moves its head, flashes lights, and emits 60 different sounds, ranging from wolfish howling to machinery noises. Um, A machinery maker, Ota Seiki, has sold about 70 of these robots since 2018. Damn. Um... The real Japanese wolf roamed the central and northern islands of the country before being hunted to extinction more than a century ago. So, but Takikawa city officials said the bears have become more active and dangerous as they search for food before going into hibernation. A decrease of acorns and nuts in the wild this year may have driven the animals to venture closer to towns in search of sustenance, according to local media. Then, yeah, this looks like a just a thing on stilts, and it's. It's it's like a bad costume, but it's with fur over it and with robot looking legs. It's pretty wicked, man. Well, let's hope it's the. It's not uh, a Gundam, though. No, it's not a Gundam. It's not a giant. It doesn't transform anything. <laughs> but holy crap! Yeah, have these things coming at you? It's like I don't know, but given the choice between a a giant robot wolf or a bear, um, I don't know how many of you would take your chance with the bear instead. Or a land shark with a candy cane, uh, the Santa Jaws. Or Mike Tyson's prosthetic penis. <laughs> Mike Tyson's prosthetic penis filled with his baby's urine. Yep, I'm not <laughs> taking any chances with that either. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. We must solve no. this giant, this bear problem. And one of these Japanese guys was like, I know, I have an idea. Giant wolf robot. And Yep. 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 And that's that's doing the trick apparently, so apparently so well, you know, maybe they maybe they're dealing with the Chicago Bears offense. Then they don't have to worry about off bears at all. That bears. Yeah, they suck. Anyway, uh so let's see. Uh Prince's Purple Rain Tour Bros is for sale. Oh, uh, Whoa. Apparently, with the surge of interest around van life, a lot of people have been searching through online classified ads for suitable vans and buses. Uh, today, we might have discovered the great. Uh, apparently, they discovered this. 
uh, the, the original tour bus used by Prince's Purple Rain Tour Whoa. that ran from late 1984 into 1985. Uh, the bus is a heavily modified Eagle uh, Model 10 co- motor coach with a full custom interior that makes uh, heavy use of purple, as you would expect. I guess. Inside the bus, you'll find sleeping accommodations for up to six people. There's a main uh, a master, master bedroom suite in the back of the bus with a double bed and its own private stereo and air conditioning systems. The fit, uh, it was fit, uh, let me see, it was completed to the highest standards that the 1980s had to offer, including captain's, captain's chair sourced from a private jet, uh, a fully equipped bathroom, uh, a kitchen, a purple kitchen. curtains, uh, carpeting, lighting, and a couch that pulls out as a double bed. Shit. It was intru- Let's see. I'm curious to see. The bus has remained in private hands after it was owned by Princeton. It has never been used commercially. It has been given some discreet upgrades over the years, and now it has a flat-screen TV and onboard Wi-Fi system that is a, has both interior and exterior capabilities. Uh, the power is provided by a Detroit D, uh, diesel. Let's see. What is there a price on this? Uh, uh, large capacity aqua heating system. There's a listing on Meekum Auto Auctions, so let's click okay, the link. Let's and let's click the link. This is. Um, I don't think about... it's. I, I don't think they've. There's the documentation of the vehicle, all the car porn uh, stats. Car porn. Um, looks like it's from December 3rd to December 5th. It's going to be up for auction. Oh, it's up for auction. Apparently. Oh, so there's oh, an auction coming. Yeah, in next May, yeah, in December, it's going to be up for sale. There, there you go, Ivan. You could live in the Purple Rain bus. You know, that would be fucking awesome. I would do it. You could do your Twitch shows from there, too. Everything. Shit. Wouldn't that be choice? All the beautiful people are in the uh, Prince bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so my, my question to you guys, what do you think they're going to start it off at? I don't know, hundred bucks. I don't know. No, <laughs> I, don't know. I, I would imagine what twenty grand. I no, it's going to go higher than what do you what do you think the final price is going to be? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just like starting point. So I have no you're idea. I have no idea. Oh, to start probably about forty thousand. You think so? To start, um, I think it'll probably go up to be like no, because you got the 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 music people and um the car people and it is a cool looking camper i mean it's a bus pretty mm-hmm. much like a, it looks like a like a motorhome full mm-hmm. bathroom full kitchen well like i said it's like it's also for connoisseurs you know yeah, it's awesome um i'd say probably like hundred and twenty thousand. okay fair enough all right jeff i don't know i'm not sure uh just 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 ballpark yeah maybe maybe I, I maybe about six. I, I about a hundred thousand probably. A hundred thousand? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you think, Ivan? I, I would say I would say well, I would I would one dollar. It's like a, I'm gonna bid one here. Yeah, like, like, price like, is right. Yeah, this is right. <laughs> I would say What's that? One hundred twenty-five mil. One hundred twenty-five million. Million? Okay. Yeah. No, it's not going to go for a hundred million, Ivan. There's no way it goes for a hundred million. 
Okay, well, let's go for 100,000. I said 100,000. Okay, I... then I'll... Yeah, let me go with 500,000. Okay, half a mil. Wow, okay. okay. All right, well, we'll come back to this in December, and we'll see where we're at. Maybe. Prince's yeah, bus, Prince's bus. All right. Can I urinate in it? Uh, yeah, because it has a bathroom. It's a full bathroom. I can whip out my whizinator. How long does that have to be? Never mind. I don't want to know how long it is. Uh, what do we got? What else we got? Um, story from Nerdist. Uh, we got a Florida's man yeah. story, kind of a Florida man. Um, another gigantic alligator was spotted on a golf course. Ooh. Um, Florida, aka America's Australia, has wild weather, dangerous <laughs> microorganisms, GMO mosquitoes, and of course, tons of alligators. Here, for example, is one of the Mondo crocodile crocodilians strolling across a golf course, not giving a fudge about onlookers. And while we can't be sure this is the same now famous gator spotted in 2016, we have our suspicions. <laughs> and of course, uh, Mar- Matt Devitt uh, from WINK has posted on his Twitter account these pictures of these giant alligators. Uh, he was a meteorologist, a meteorologist at WINK. With uh, hit Twiver with the above images of the dinosaur giant alligator, it seemed like multiple golfers riding in a car spotted the alligator while it was enjoying a stroll through the heavy rains of Hurricane Eta. Uh, Incidentally, it's quite terrifying in its own right. But unfortunately, despite the pictures above and the brief video below, it's not clear how large this gator is. We still don't know how large it is, Tom. There isn't much nearby the gator that can be used as a size reference, despite the lack of clean angles. However, it's quite huge, going by what Florida natives have said about it. It's fucking big. Mm. Then there's videos on YouTube and Twitter. Um, in regards to the possibility that this alligator is the legendary specimen golfers recorded in 2016, 26 million views on that sucker, we can only speculate. Obviously, wow. the people saw both gators in the same state, and even at golf courses at only 130 miles apart, alligators will travel a long distance for food. Okay. So, gators can, yeah. And this, in terms of weight, perhaps up to 1,000 pounds. Jesus. That they speculate. However, uh, unless we can find a Floridian version of Australia's brave outback explorers to track, trap and measure the, the wingless dragon... We shall see. Uh, man, what that, happened to what's his name? Trapper, what's his name? Yeah. Who got the Trapper, found uh, uh, that chance the snapper guy? Yeah. Go get him. Yeah, go get yeah. Don't they have reality <laughs> shows where they're in the Everglades trying to hunt gators? Yeah, you can't like find an Austra- some whack ass Australian to bring in from out of the country. Yeah. <laughs> you think like none of that? It's not possible. It's a mean, huge on, tail. Uh, not, yeah, I saw that picture. It's a big fucking gator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah, can uh, give, take him for a ride in Prince's bus. Go fuck yeah. yourself, man. No, I ain't going there. Yeah, the Iron Sheik could wrestle that gator. Yeah, uh, I think Mike Tyson could punch it and it go down. Yeah. 
even with his prosthetic penis, he'd use he'd the, he's whipping with the wizenator. Yeah, hmm. Okay. Well, what do we got next? What do we got next? Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. What awesome. do we have next? Apparently, Mike has put this out about the fact that apparently Pizza Hut now has a Beyond Meat pizza. It's a plant-based Italian sausage. <laughs> okay. Um, we got to uh, send one of these to Ivan. It's new. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, at least he won't like die from eating it like the like the donut the other time, you know. Yeah, you eat the uh, ghost pepper donut on. Uh, yeah, I mean that's. I gave, that's, I gave my best to you. I mean, the picture it looks like Italian sausage. Yeah, I mean, I don't have as much of an issue with it. I'm not gonna get. I don't think I would get it, but that's just. Now, are you an Italian sausage guy or are you a pepperoni guy? Who, me? Um, I, I, you, well, I'll start with you, Ivan. What do you... Do you prefer sausage or, or pepperoni? I'm a sausage guy. Yeah? Yeah. I, I think I go sausage over pepperoni, too. No, I'm, but, I'm, I'm leaning more towards pepperoni in my my later years. But I used to eat Italian, uh, uh, sausage uh, all the time. But. Hell, your beefs, man. Woo-hoo! Yeah, that's a different animal. There you go. I know. So, so yeah, we'll name. see if uh, we can get one of these. It says order online, so maybe I don't know if there's a get Pizza Hut delivered to Ivan's apartment. We can uh, Facebook yeah. Live this shit. But no self-respecting Chicago whenever eat Pizza Hut pizza. <laughs> Got to bring it in from the suburbs. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I live in the suburbs. I live in the suburbs. So do you. We're not going to be able to find a Pizza Hut near Ivan. He's downtown. He's in the city. I'm sure they do. Somewhere. I don't know. It's not I in the loop, know. though. Close <laughs> the Pizza Hut on um, on North Avenue and Western. So I... that's a little bit. That's that's a bit. That's a ways from you. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. So plant-based bit. Italian sausage pizza. Plant-based Italian sausage pizza. Why don't you just get... You know something? Honestly, I think I would give it a try. I I I wouldn't be... Yeah, I'm not against it. It just... I mean, it sounds weird, but you know what? Did anyone try the the Impossible Whopper? Is that still around? The the Impossible Whopper? Yeah, I think it is. Never never got into the Impossible Whopper. Mm. No, never had one, no. I just don't get it. Why is it... If they're vegan, why does it have to taste like a burger? Well, why does it have to resemble meat? I thought you yeah. were vegan. Right. If you're vegan, what the fuck is going to there? And they have to use coloring that. because if it's green, then it's going to look even more disgusting on your pizza. <laughs> yeah. It's plant-based. It doesn't look like it's come from a plant. Exactly. It's like, you know, they make this whole thing trying to make this comfortable for consumption. But is it really? Think about it. <laughs> Couldn't you just get a a vegetarian pizza or spinach pizza? Right, just well, go veggies. Why do you need why do you need beyond meat? I love spinach pizza, man. Right. I I love spinach lasagna. Hell yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. Well, I know what the Iron Sheik would say to a plant based Italian sausage pizza. Fuck you. Fuck right. this and fuck, fuck you, Jabroni. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see. Um, 
Tower <laughs> Records. We got one story about Tower Records coming back. Yeah, yes, Tower Records is coming back from the dead. They're going to be an online service. Ah, well, uh, coming in at a time where people are very warm to the form of vinyl now. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, good on them. If they, if they do good, that's fine. I mean, you know, it's another service. They're going to try have to catch up with a whole lot of other people yeah. that have been out there. I mean, Discogs, uh, SD, eBay, uh, and uh, not to mention the number of other services out there in the world, Gem and all the rest of them. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Tower should have thought about this a while back. Yeah, they, they closed their stores 14 years ago and declared bankruptcy, but today it's announced right. it's come back as an online service. Yeah, so, okay, let's hope it does something in order to separate, make itself separate and apart from all the rest of these guys in an already swelling comp- competitive sensibility as yeah. far as like final. Well, know, they, I mean, here's you know, the thing. And, I mean, and just, the, the, the usability of just doing it all together. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chuck. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I think there's a nostalgia piece to this, too. You know, well, there's the... Of course. You know, I think there's some people who, from back in the day, it's like, oh, cool, Tower Records. Like, it yeah. says here in the story where they well, talk yeah, about, like, people are the, like... Yeah, pulling at the, at the heartstrings of the, of the boomers, you know? It's like, I get well, it. Well, even Gen X. I mean, there was, yeah. it was around during the Gen X days. I mean... Like there's like the their new CEO is talking about how like you know there are people putting posting pictures of when they get their packages that say Tower Records on Twitter and and all that kind of stuff and and that you know in fairness it it, it makes makes perfect sense and it makes sense so you makes know perfect. I don't, <laughs> well I, I you know I wish it well I because I've had nothing but great. Um, I have great memories of the original uh, Tower Records in Chicago. It's, uh, you know, going up the steps and going inside, and everything was just so, so cool. Everybody there knew what they had. They didn't have to, you know, wait at any particular time. The, 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 the customer service was extraordinary. I've bought many a thing from Tower Records back in the day. Yeah, I miss the Tower Records. It was on Gulf Road in Schaumburg next to Woodfield Mall. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, just just like I said, but there was just so many of those great stores around, you know, Peaches, uh, you know, and uh, let's see, uh, you know, uh, there are just so many. I mean, Little Al's yeah. is another. Coconuts, uh, right? Is it Coconuts? Coconuts. Yeah, Coconuts. Musicland. Musicland. Sam Goody. His. And then uh, what else? Then there was Rose Records. Yeah, Rose. Rose Records, and then before it was Rose Records, it was Universal Music. Uh, We had a we had a local place in around here. It was called Flipsides. Yeah, they were Flipsides. Was that a chain? Uh, Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a chain. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, it was a chain. Yeah, so Tower Records is coming back. Uh, They've got an online. They're going to have online events, including uh, the return of their Tower Pulse magazine, a merchandise section, and of course, music. Including vinyl and cassette selections, so Terrific. you can buy um, you buy Purple Rain and then play it on your bus <laughs> as you make your way around. But uh, just be careful; don't make that left turn if you want to use your prosthetic penis <laughs> in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So apparently, I guess Vince Vaughn and Rage Against the Machines' Tom Morello. We're doing a semi-weekly Dungeons and Dragons game. Oh, that's got to be cool. 
Um, and uh, this is, comes from courtesy of a new L.A. Times uh, profile of the of James of uh, Vince Vaughn. Nice. And apparently, yeah. So apparently, he, you know, he's doing that, and then, um, so yeah. Apparently, they do it semi regularly. It's a Friday night Zoom session. Oh. Um, uh, and it's it's. I, I don't know if this is included. Uh, Joe Mandiello, who the guy who who's got the fame where of the dragons campaign that's had like Paul White and some of the Game of Thrones guys and all that stuff like that. But right. I think it's interesting that Va- Vince Vaughn. That they're playing. The funny part to me is, if this is a Chicago game, there's a part of me where I'm like, I'll, I'll run your game. I'll run your game for free. Wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just to be able to like say I run the game for like the guy from Rage of the Machine and, and Vince Vaughn. That'd be kind of cool. But that's, that's just me. I thought that I thought that would be really cool. Yeah, I'm curious what kind of D and D they're playing though. I wonder if they're playing fifth ed or if they're playing like old school second edition or what they're playing, but well, you know, that might be something worth investigating. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I don't know how you'd find out any more about it. Yeah. I'm sure they might be streaming events. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't sound like it. it doesn't sound like they're streaming it at all. It sounds like they're just getting together and playing on a Friday, every, every couple Friday nights. So, you know, shows you that in 2020 that things are crazy. It's like, okay, guys who could obviously get women are, like, sitting around on a Friday night playing D&D. Kind of crazy. But, uh, yeah, and maybe they're eating pickle-flavored Doritos. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> um, apparently, they debuted in Canada, and now they're going to be in America. Tangy Pickle Doritos. What? Um, tangy Pickle Doritos. What do you want from me? Okay. Um, so apparently, that this is a flavor that's in it, it's that is uh, a very big dill. In, uh, uh, I see what you did there. And uh, in in Canada, and uh, yeah, no, apparently it's coming to the United States of America. So what? interesting. They can have that during their D and D game. Didn't we ever get that 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 weird flavor of Doritos? We were or Pringles? We were supposed to get. We never saw those in stores. What? We had a story about some crazy ass flavored Pringle. Right. That we're never gonna I remember. Remember. I don't remember. Yeah, it was a, wasn't like a Thanksgiving dinner flavored Pringles. Oh yeah, but the I don't I think those are like special collector ones. Yeah, that's like only that. online for a brief run. Yeah, yeah, to get that is like yeah. impossible. Hmm. You know, like I said, there's all kinds of cool stuff on the Squares of the Round Table Facebook page. You can find out all kinds of cool stories. You can see all kinds of stuff. You can see funny memes like uh, teaching your kids to to help uh, deal with the premarital sex. Call Camp Crystal Lake now. That's one eight hundred cock blocker. That's one eight hundred cock blocker. So this is kind of an, an election news of the squared kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know how much you were paying attention. I know you. Some of you guys, you know, some of these guys were who were in front of these telestrator type things. So one of the more popular ones is a guy from NBC named Steve Gornacki. Uh huh. So apparently, you know, for the last, you know, that last week there was a whole bunch, you know, Steve Gornacki was just everywhere because of the fact that, uh, you know, he was doing his he was doing his thing in front of the board. And yeah, the touchscreen TV. And yeah. That, yeah, right. all that stuff. So apparently. Because of that, 
um, with people watching regularly on the Gornacki cam that apparently uh, they that caused a single handed spike in khaki sales from the gap. Hmm. Well, um, is that something? Apparently, at one point they were talking about it, and uh, they were talking about uh, about where he would, he mentioned that he was getting them from the Gap. I've got a bunch of them referring to the nearly wrinkled free chinos he donned, uh, <laughs> most recently dubbed the Map Daddy. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So apparently, uh, the Gap noted that after Gornacki let his fans know of his retailer choice, they saw a dramatic increase in online traffic, and within the day, a number of straight fit Palamo brown khakis were sold online, went up 90%. Damn. Uh, do either of you guys it? own a pair of khakis? No. Ivan, do you wear I know khakis? A guy, though. I wear khakis. I know a guy with State Farm. He wears khakis. Mm-hmm. No, I, I have khakis. His name's Jake. Yeah, I haven't had to wear khakis since I had my part time job at Target many, many years ago. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I have to wear khakis. Um, that, wore, that was what I wore when I was at uh, Deerfield Village Center. Mm. You know, the uniform. Now, I'm a blue jeans guy. I'm not big on khakis. I don't know how you wear a, a uniform. penis under khakis. That? Huh? Yeah, can I fit my wizenator in the khakis? <laughs> I don't know. God, if it was, God forbid you don't hold it in the khakis. khakis. Hello. I'll show, put this on the big screen, asshole. So I guess our final story of the... No, I'm sorry. We got two. We got one more. This one and one more. Um, Okay. So I I guess the puppets from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, both the Rudolph and the Santa puppets went on auction. What? Yeah, the puppet, the two puppets from the... The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Reindeer puppet and the Santa Claus puppet figures oh, from, the, from, the, from the, the Christmas special were put right. on auction. Oh, my gosh. I thought those were lost and gone nope. forever. Nope. Yeah. I mean, there, was, there was a story about, God, it must have been about 15 years ago, where they said that uh, when the studio, once they were finished with any project, they pretty much destroyed a lot of those models and such, just now knowing that uh, the uh, there were several of the um, of the actual miniatures that went home with one of the creators and was their kids playthings for years. And right, they give them to their kids and then they're lost or they're yeah, never did. Well, apparently the seller, his name, uh, Peter Lotero, he was 65. And before uh-huh. the auction, he thought he would never part with the dolls, but wanted to be able to take care of his children and grandchildren with the money. Well, now he can. Um, and apparently the Rudolph is six inches tall, and the Santa is 11 inches tall, and they were made in Tokyo with wood, right. wire, cloth, and leather, uh, are, and they're still malleable. Ru- Rudolph's nose still lights up. Wow. And Santa's beard is made from yak hair. Ooh, that's Ooh. fucking outrageous. Wow. I know Mike is Mike already saw how much these went for. Any guess what the final price in the auction was on how how what and what they went for, Ivan? Both figures. Both figures, they say uh two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. A little bit higher. Yeah, a little three hundred and sixty eight grand. Three hundred and sixty eight grand. 
Wow. Wow. To give perspective, uh, Scarlett O'Hara's dress that Vivian Lee wore in Gone with the Wind and uh-huh. Gene Kelly's rain suit from Singing in the Rain sold for 150000 A piece. A piece. Wow. And uh, Marilyn Monroe's tiger striped gown from Seven Year Itch uh, sold for almost 600000 and another gown that Monroe wore when she met the Queen of Queen Elizabeth at a London film premiere went for almost three hundred thousand. Hmm. Wow, amazing! So and this is history. This is from nineteen sixty four, and from the f- picture here from from the AP, I guess is the current state of the doll, and it looks pretty well preserved. Uh, the Santa, there's a picture of the Santa on the uh, on the header. The article is from kstp.com. And right, yeah, it's awesome, man. Wow, the buyer was yeah, not identified, so we don't know who bought it. Well, all I know is that, um, yeah, I thought I thought those were lost and gone forever after that, after I had read that story. But man, that's good to see that it yeah. actually survived. Uh, I wish I could say for the rest of it, but then who knows what others any magic it was called any magic. That was a technique, you know, stop motion that they did at those times when Rankin Bass was doing all of those films yeah. in the 1960s. I mean, they were benchmarks, man. They were beautiful things. It was art, yeah. you know. And, and, you know, big big voices and big people ended up doing soundtracks for those uh, specials. I mean, I mean, and they were part of my childhood. They were, oh, yeah. you know, Mine too. You know, I look forward to it. It still gives me it still gives me that wonderful feeling when I see them. It's they're just blessed things. They really are. Yeah. Just to see that they went to a nice home and a nice guy is going to get his kids taken care of. Bless them. Well, speaking of dolls in a nice home, mm-hmm. our last story of the week, uh, another one yeah. from, from Nerdist. There's a stowaway on the SpaceX Crew-1 rocket that launched yesterday. Have a little, little child on there. What mm-hmm. the hell? On Sunday, a crew of four astronauts headed to space as part of SpaceX Crew-1 flight. The historic mission marks the first full-fledged taxi flight for NASA from a private company. And worry not, for the team is not alone as they head towards the ISS. In fact, they have them with them, one of the most exciting passengers possible, a baby Yoda. <laughs> That's right, the team comprised eggs? of... Uh, I, I- I saw a video on that today. They brought a baby Yoda along for the flight. <laughs> uh, and the plush isn't just some cute little accessory. He's actually a high, important member of the crew. That's because he's acting as the zero-gravity indicator, a small object that determines when the spacecraft has reached a microgravity environment. Wow. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, we got baby Yoda on board trying to take a seat now, said NASA communications specialist Leia Cheshire during the live stream. And of course, in The Mandalorian, Baby Yoda is the pretty custom to space travel and makes him the perfect choice for the Crew 1 flight. And hey, if they run into any troubles, they got the force on their side. So if they run into a mud horn or whatever, then they don't worry about that. Uh, the Crew Dragon spaceship launched into orbit on 7.37 p.m. Eastern Time on November 15th. Baby Yoda was floating about during the journey. At one point, the plush floated into an empty seat. <laughs> wow. And the engineer Jessica Anderson said, "I think that's Victor Glover's seat, so I hope he doesn't mind." I wonder if they <laughs> they, if they twisted the knob off one of the controls to give to the baby to to play with, like in the Mandalorian. 
There you go. So this is the way. <laughs> He's in the space. Space. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. I would urinate in space. I bet you would. I'd take my wiz- <laughs> the wizardator is my zero gravity indicator, motherfucker. Yeah, I bet, I bet in space you can you can vape into your Xbox. It's not a problem. <laughs> While eating your plant based Pizza Hut uh, pizza. And eating, dill, and eating spicy, tangy dill Doritos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. I don't I'm know. Doctor the ISS with Prince's Purple Rain Bus. Yeah. That's what we should do. We should launch Prince's Purple Rain Bus into space. Mm-hmm. Just like what Elon Musk did with his roadster. Right, and then you could take a you could take the long winding road to go fuck yourself. That's <laughs> the iron cheek. <laughs> I swear to God, this the iron cheek Twitter is the greatest thing in the world. Have you, have you read Have you read his description of himself? I am the legend of Earth. Watch my movie, then ask yourself if you are real or a jabroni. <laughs> Where? When it asks where he's from, it says USA, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! His pin tweet. His pin tweet is: Take a minute of your day to be nice to someone, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you. Awesome. There's a lot of wrestlers on Twitter. I got to follow now. I yeah. <laughs> No, there's a bunch of them. Some of them are good followers. Some of them are not. Um, oh, but the man. fact that he goes after Hogan is just the best of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I, it's you know what? Thirty years later, and he's still calling. He's still calling out Hogan. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god, yeah. It's amazing. Ooh, That's fight? a good racket. I don't know how anybody else didn't figure it out. Where you could basically sit there and be like a total dick. Well, because it's chic. He can get away with it. Chic's like right. that. Well, he could get away with that shit. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. The rest of us are going to say that. Go say something. Go fuck yourself. I'm in a lot of trouble, man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Okay. I'm asking for a lot of unnecessary bullshit. No. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I think there's a couple in there about like Trump go fuck yourself too. I think <laughs> I haven't gotten that far down. Santa and Rudolph, you can go fuck yourselves too. Yeah. Santa Jaws can fuck himself too. Yeah, exactly. Everything can go fuck themselves. Right. Except for the sheik, he's the best, Bubba. That's right. You guys, you guys, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not killing you. I swear to God, I was. Re- it's like if you really were in a bad day, just well, go find the Iron Sheik Twitter account and just like oh. die, mm-hmm. die awesome. of laughter. <laughs> oh shit, he left his heart a long time. <laughs> well, my favorite is it's funny because I posted one of I, the one I posted from Sheik's page to my personal page was when he talked about Hulk Hogan. It's like forgetting the ketchup for your fries, and I pointed out, notice he didn't say hot dog. <laughs> he only said fries. Notice he didn't say hot dog. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. 
Uh, we might have to do an entire news of the squared of like the week of Sheik. Just read the Iron Sheik's yeah, tweets. Yeah, the week of Iron <laughs> Sheik's. Well, we, we we had a news of the weird, you know. So hey, that might be the new thing. Yeah. You know, we could probably we could probably you know. We don't have enough Florida man stories. We know is we know. I know. We got a, we got a solid backup. You know what it is. You know, well, there you go, and there it is. So the music part is Mike. See, I'm not good with voices, but you might be able to go listen to some old Iron Sheik. We I mean, might be able to pull that off. Yeah, I'll have to go back and listen to some old videos. I mean, well, seriously, uh, we could go. We could go viral. Yeah, like, you could be voice guy. You got this, man. I was gonna say we could talk, kind of go viral if you're just reading chic tweaks and sound like tweet and sound like chic. <laughs> I'm no good at voices. But I'm good at voices, just not that one. I have to see if I could. Oh, well, I mean, I, voices, son of a but... bitch. I think it sounds like no. That sounds like I don't know what. It sounds like. <laughs> no, I don't got. I don't got that kind of talent. <laughs> I mean, I can. Uh, up I gotta find some of these other wrestlers on Twitter. Who are you looking for? I can. No, they have uh, recommended. Right, right. Uh, Slim Jerry Jim. Lawler, he's on there. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Slim Jim. No, Randy's gone. Randy, God rest his soul. He uh, passed away yeah. in 2011. Yeah. I snapped into a Slim Jim on a, the day he died in his honor. There was always a rumor yeah, that you know. one of the reasons why Vince McMahon was pissed at him was he took was one of, a couple of things. One of them was that he took the Slim Jim account with him from from WWE and there was always this weird wacky rumor that he got with Stephanie when she was underage but I don't know if it's true or not I or a very young Stephanie like 18 year old Stephanie to which it was like Vince was like you did not just do that to my daughter or something like that but I don't know Mm. um but I yeah I do miss Randy Savage cream rises to the top baby but yeah Mm. oh yeah Oh, I don't know anything about me, <coughs> but I can do the macho man, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was you. Dig it. Never knew a Slim Jim. Oh, that wasn't as good. Anyway, all right. Never knew a Slim Jim. Mike, Mike Tyson thinks that Slim Jim is that is that bladder thing that he was talking about. So, yeah. It's the indesignable tips. It ain't Andy. no Slim Jim, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, we find out what size is that thing comes in and what else it can hold. You have to... Google search Wizenator and you'll you'll see. You know what'd be great? It's if you could put a say Wizenator, you know. You know what'd be funny if you could make a straw that comes out where you can like if you put like alcohol in it, and then you were like walking around and like it looked like you were drinking your own. Well, anyway, yeah. that's disgusting. <laughs> like I said, I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> Watch people freak out and be like, "That guy's drinking his own." I don't know about that, man. <laughs> Wow, this show hey, took man. a turn. Well, no, it'd be really funny. Man, that'd be kind of like, hey, man, want a drink? All right. So, Mike, if they want to, like, add stories or chic tweet quotes or anything else, where can they find us? We are on Instagram and Twitter. We're on YouTube. Click the bell. Subscribe. You know, when you get new content. Of course, all these shows are on the usual podcast hosting platforms. Uh, Google, Spotify, Apple, Podbean. I was about to say Podbean, but we're not on Podbean anymore. So that costs anymore. money. We're on Anchor and... Uh, Google and Apple. Uh, All these crazy stories, go to facebook.com forward slash SOTRT podcast. Send us an email if you like. SOTRT podcast at gmail.com.
It's all right. Yeah. So I'm going to climb time to climb into our purple rain bus, and we're out of here. So we'll see you yeah. next week. Take care and uh, be safe. Be sane. Be happy. And go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Oh, man, that's like low. Okay, you got to go.